season on GGTHW. Enjoy the 411 FYI series and keep tuning in every Saturday starting November 2nd. You're listening to God's gift through his word with Tanika Drake. Yeah. That's right. Hello, hello everyone. You know who this is. It is Tanika Drake, and you're tuned into God's gift through His Word. So this is the 411 FYI series, but today we are going to be tuning in to the Real Talk Weekend, an encore presentation from Walk in Truth Radio that I will be bringing over here. So I hope you guys are going to enjoy. This is going to be a conversation with Pastor Jay, myself, and Dr. K. So you guys enjoy this little encore presentation as we enter into cuffing season. So this is what we're going to do for today. So I hope you guys enjoy. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and please leave a review if you can on this very great podcast. So I want you to be blessed, motivated, and always inspired to do what God has laid on your heart. And guess what? Enjoy the program. Take care. Hey, you are listening to God's Gift Through His Word with Tinka Drake. Stick around, have a couple announcements, and we'll be right back. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Gloria TP5 from Grown Up Eruptions, telling y'all that you better tune in to God's gift through his word. Say what's up to Tanika Drake and tell her, I sent you, all right? Because the girl got it going on with the scriptures, very peaceful and gentle. And the girl knows what she's talking about, about the verses. I'm a youngin'. And I know it's a little hard to understand the Bible, but she makes it easy and simple. So y'all better tune in and tune in to God's gift through his word with Tanika Drake, y'all. Peace and love. And remember, God is always, always, always on time. radio with real talk weekend i told you to expect a most awesome conversation between myself 
Dr. K, and my favorite podcaster and friend, Tanika Drake, from God's Gift Through His Word. All this week, I've been talking about haters, and I made up a story called The Twisted Sister. So today, on Real Talk Weekend, we're going to talk about haters, and what we're going to try to figure out is how can the haters motivate us to walk into our destiny, into our future with God, and to move us forward so we know that we're on the right path. So I first want to say hello, Dr. K, and hello, Sister Tanika. How you doing? Hey, Pastor Jay. Hi, Pastor Jay. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Good, good. So we're just going to jump right into it. Dr. K, since since you're our guest today, what's a hater? What's your definition of a hater? You know, my definition of a hater is just um, someone who, I want to say, opposes everything that God has for you. Mm-hmm. That's how I define it. So anyone that that opposes or come against your destiny, which is the enemy himself, will be war not against flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. The hater ultimately deceives and saves himself. So he is the hater of all haters. So I define haters of those operating in the spirit of the enemy, knowingly and unknowingly. Mm-hmm. Sister Drake, what about you? I think that a hater is just like how Dr. K said, but also they cannot watch what God is doing in your life. They can't sit back and rejoice. They don't have any of that. They would rather have pride. They would rather have envy and jealousy over a person that God is blessing. Therefore, they hate on what God is doing in that person's life. Mm-hmm. And and I agree with the both of you. And, and I will give another definition of the hater is the person that wants you to wear the clothes that you had on when you were 16 and never understands that you're growing up and growing out. Uh-huh. That's what I hate uh-huh. to me. It's somebody that always wants to hold you into your past or hold you back by your mistakes and never uh, is more comfortable with you failing than succeeding. And and as we, right. you, you know, as we design, as we talk about haters, haters are designed, meaning that. Uh, we're born in sin and shaped in iniquity, but to become a hater, it had to, something had to happen to you, or you had to be trained that that's how you need to operate with other people. Which we know, again, that's not good uh, psychologically, emotionally, or physically. That you would actually spend a lot of energy trying to stop someone else from going forward. But to have them, but to have them is a great thing because that proves they're while they're stopping you, that proves. That 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 you are on the right path. The Bible said in uh, Tanika, uh, was it Genesis chapter twenty? Fifty verse twenty. Verse mm-hmm. fifty verse twenty. That man meant you meant it for evil, and God meant it for good. That's just one of the uh-huh. signs of the haters. Yes, they meant it to slow you down, but really, what we want to do is promote today the person that is a, that is understanding the hater, because so many people get bogged down with dealing with their haters. We just want to set people free today. So uh, let's just talk about it. Uh, The tale of Twisted Sisters, what you think? Anyone? Uh, Who's going? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Dr. K, Dr. K, you will always go first. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Well, with this tale of Twisted Sisters, 
interesting. Um, I personally think that it's, it, it, it's, it's relevant to today. And, you know, it could be a story. It is a story, but it's so relevant to me, to everyone's life. Everybody has someone or, you know, someone they've come across in their youth or somebody, you know, currently in their present that they have a relationship with and it's twisted. Mm-hmm. And being that it, it, it could be twisted in so many ways, relationships can be twisted on a numerous level of ways. It doesn't have to be just, you know, with a sister or with a brother. Right. Because we're all brothers and sisters. So it can be with friendship, work, it can be anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that little bitty thorn, that thing there that's in your side and that, that that's annoying, that annoyance, um, with, with that relationship that you have with that person, it can actually keep you from progressing mentally if you're so focused on what's happening in terms of that relationship with that person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I think of twisted, I think of, like I said, the enemy. Twisted like, like this is insane. You know, all of us have destinies and purposes. All of us have uh, places that we're going that God has set before us. And it becomes twisted and perverted um, when you allow the enemy to get in and cause you to, you know, to not press forward or even cause the other person not press forward. Because truth be told, um, whoever it is, whether it be that sister or another person, whomever, they're actually keeping themselves from pressing forward. You can't bless. I mean, I'm sorry, you can't curse with bless. Mm-hmm. So whatever dig the grave you're trying to dig for that particular person or what you're trying to do you're pretty much coming against yourself yeah so that's a twisted mindset so that's like the perfect title for for, you know for that story because it's twisted you're twisted in your mind because you're allowing the enemy to use you as a puppet Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. exactly yeah 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 yeah. sister sister tanika what about you what do you tell the twisted sister (laughs) <laughs> well, I enjoy the, the, the <laughs> I enjoy the Twisted Sister tale because although, like Dr. K was saying, although it is a story, everyone has some kind of twisted relationship. And me just going to a Bible study just this week on Wednesday, I came across a lady who had a twisted relationship with her family member and after I you know explained what was going on in my situation her eyes just got big like wow it's happening to you like we just don't understand there are people in our family outside of our family that just do not want to see you do and be successful whatever you're trying to do for God and the more you try to do for the Lord the more opposition is coming against you but like you said Dr. Sutton when you are doing that and you got the enemy coming against you you know Know you're on the right track because he's not gonna come for somebody who who's not on the right track. He ain't gonna come for you. Why he need to bother you? Because you're not doing nothing. You are really on his side. But when he sees that you out there proclaiming and professing God's word and you're professing about Jesus Christ, oh, he's coming for you. Right. He's right. coming for you. Right. Yeah. 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 And any relationship, if you think about it, we uh, Dr. K said relationships. We're talking about relationships now. Now watch this. James three sixteen says, "Now the ESV." Now watch this. For where jealousy and selfishness appear, ambition exists. There will be disorder and every vile practice. Now, 
jealousy, and envy, where it exists. It exists in places that we least expect because in, with our relationships with, and we're talking about not the relationships from our obvious haters. We're talking about the relationship of, because we say relationship. These are people that we have expectation for them to be the positive person, the fan, the number one fan, as was said by someone, but they twist it and, and their obvious behavior towards us shows jealousy Envy, ambition, and with that comes the vile practices, the actual hating, the unexpected kick in the behind when you need a leg up. Uh-huh. And, 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 uh-huh. and, and and it's interesting that the Bible, if we think about that, we can think about the many different relationships that we see in the Bible that where it was twisted all the way to yeah. our relationship with God from the fall of Adam. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I mean, we've been yeah. twisted since the fall of Adam. Yeah. And God is such a loving God that he wants to deal with twisted sisters <laughs> and twisted brothers. Yeah. You know, yeah. and thank God that he wants yeah. to do that. That he, you know, his inheritance oh. is us, the twisted ones, or, you know, the misfits. But mm. how do we handle, Dr. K, how do we handle when the loved one that we expect to help us up puts us down, how do we deal with that in a from a on the ground biblical perspective in our theology? I already know what kind of you're gonna you probably will say, but how do we deal with them on a day to day basis where that person we love? Because because think about it, if we didn't care about them, that wouldn't hurt us as much. But we do care about you're them. You're right. Let me. Just- what you think is just so great I'm really feeling this let me just add that when you speak on twisted you got to think also what the Lord said you know guys we're, we're mature in our faith he said I will make what's crooked straight God come to make the crooked straight and when it's twisted it's crooked yes so he comes to make that thing straight right he's gonna fix that thing and make it straight so in our walk with God here we are we're twisted from the fall of Adam we're crooked but as we walk with God and we get in our word, we fast, we get before God, we lay prostrate, we're maturing in our level of faith and we're maturing in our reverence unto him. But just like you asked, you said, well, how do we deal with that? When you think about it, it could get difficult because we have, we're two parts. We have flesh and then we have spirit. And our flesh, we just want to pop off and just, you know, go crazy. But because of our maturity and what God expects of us, then we will respond like Jesus will respond. Mm-hmm. And with that saying, we compare that to the relationship of the Bible. Let's just say uh, Haman, Mordecai, and Esther. Mm-hmm. Haman, you can see, um, is kind of relational unto Mordecai and Esther. Although they're not direct bloodline, we're all children of the Lord. So there's a relation there. But Haman isn't as mature, or he doesn't know God like Mordecai and Esther. So he doesn't know who he's coming against. But yet, look what Mordecai did. In the end, when you get towards the end of that story, and Mordecai refused to bow to the ways of the world, or refused to bow to Haman and his evil, he went forward toward uh, doing what he knows is right in himself, to getting the attention of God, to getting the attention of others around him. He cried out. He got his sackcloth and ashes. He went before God. So when I see us 
whether they are mature in the word and they should know or whether they're not, we get before God and we fast, we pray, you know, we, we release them to God because when we're working in our own power, of course, we're still anointing. The word says, touch not my anointing to do my prophets no harm, but we're already anointed. But this is the thing. If in fact, you know, us being anointed, we still operate in our flesh sometimes. And so we're like, okay, we're going to do it and take it on ourselves. But if we step back and say, you know what? Blessed are the peacemakers. Mm. I am the anointed of God is powerful. Let me let me draw back and bend down and draw back and, and fast and give it over to God completely. Then I know that God will come in and intercede for us and take over. And when you come against God, then you come against you come against some trouble. You're coming for trouble. That's dangerous ground to tread upon. So I would say release it unto God completely. Completely. And when you do that, you know, you turn this issue or this, like I said, a thorn or this trouble or this annoyance over to God. And he will give you beautiful ashes. He will fix that thing. He will make the crooked line straight. Mm-hmm. Sister Drake? Well, I um, I love that. And I was thinking of uh, Matthew ten sixteen when it says, Behold, I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Sometimes, um, I think Dr. Sutton and I have talked about this in uh, some different occasions, but sometimes we hope in people changing and they have not shown you that they have changed. You're hoping and wishing and praying. However, that person has not demonstrated any kind of change. And when they do hold back, like they use a facade to present who they truly are, and then when they go and do something, then you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know. Well, you know, we have to be discerning as well and know who we can really trust and know who we can confide in. And I know for me, um, one of the uh, twisted relationships I came across was Samson and Delilah. After Samson was telling Delilah all the different ways that he could be brought down, Delilah was getting so upset. Like, you're making me look like an idiot every time I ask you, don't you care for me for real, for real? And so every time he would go and tell her something different, he finally, with emotion, finally got with her and told her the truth, and she used it against him. Something that she told him in confidence, she went back for money to go and do the temptation overcame her and she did what she needed to do to get back at him she was sitting and lying in wait just to bring his demise down told him something in confidence and tried to really destroy him and then in the word it talks about when he was calling on the lord to say come and let me do this one more time he brought down everyone and destroyed more people when he died than when he was alive that says something to me you tell someone some body something in confidence as they lurk and they linger to hear your most weakest vulnerable things to twist it against you and then they think they're bringing you down but when it comes to it you're going to bring down more massiveness against them they have no idea yeah. i love that can i just add also sure. you know when you said that he put her his trust in her it mm-hmm. makes me think about Samson being the anointed of God and Delilah not knowing God, you see? So mm-hmm. when you're in the Lord, we're so eager to trust those around us. We'll let our guards down sometimes because we're loving. We forgive easily. And mind you, Samson had been hurt before. So he right. forgave easily and put his trust in her and told her. And we do that as, as saints and Christians of the Lord, people of God. We're, we put our trust in our family. 
and friends and even when they hurt us we forgive and we we repent ourselves even when we didn't do something and we say okay well we can restart again because just as god forgive me i forgive them and then you put your trust in them and when they hurt you Mm-hmm. You know, how do you how do you deal with that mentally and how do you continue to follow Christ and do what's right even when those closest to you, your own wife, husband, your mom, a, a child being perversely, you know, used or abused, how do you rebuild yourself mentally? How do you do it? Well, you maturity know, matur- yeah, maturity in the Lord and, and you know, uh, f- forgiveness is the one power that Jesus gave us that is exactly like him. If you think about it, of everything that we that church tries to do, the one thing that gives us the most power over any situation is the power to forgive. Because he forgave us first. So too many so many scriptures from Genesis to Revelation uh 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 blessed is the one who doesn't count the transgressions of another, you know? He's God. He didn't count the transgressions of the Jewish people. He just kept saving them and forgiving them and saving them. And in showing grace, grace is abused, misused all the time. Mercy is too. But that's the power to which we work well in. We don't work well in revenge. We work well to forgive. And when we forgive, we become vulnerable mentally, emotionally, sometimes physically to the perpetrator hurting us continuously. But we're commanded because in Mark, uh, in Mark, let me see where I'm at. Mark eleven twenty five, it talks about when we pray, we have to pray that we're able to forgive so our heavenly Father can shower us with that grace and forgiveness. It's the one thing He says: if 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 you don't forgive, I cannot forgive you. And that puts us in a precarious position because this person. I have a right to be angry with this person. And I know it's like, be angry and sin, not, but let's do, let's be real deal. When somebody hurts me to the point where I'm angry, I want to lash out at them somehow. I want them to feel worse than I did. I want them to understand they hurt me. But it says to be angry and sin not. The only way I can sin not is wholeheartedly forgive. Now, how that works is I call it long handle spoon forgiveness and love. The Bible does not tell us to continue the relationship at the uh, uh, intimacy at the point of uh, the uh, uh, abuse or the affliction. We can love someone from a distance because it said pray. Pray for those who despitefully use you. So I don't have to have you in my physical space to forgive you and pray for you. And like you said, Dr. K, leave you to the Lord. Because if I if I if you keep coming at me, I am gonna get out of character. I am gonna protect yeah, myself. Yeah. I'm not gonna sit here and let you doormat me. You know, yeah. even though I love you, and yeah. there's the rub, because I love you, I'll allow you to go. And, and this is why I encourage people listening. It has to be trained development to this. Know where to cut a person off. I always tell people, Dr. K and, and uh, Sister Drake, you know, I've told you. It's not knowing when to hire someone that's your greatest asset as a leader. It's knowing when to fire someone. Yeah. Because, right. because you can you can hire someone, everybody look the same, they got degrees or whatever that you're doing. But when that person is harming your business, harming your life, you need to get out of your emotional self and say, look, they're not good for me now. You need to leave behind what you left behind. <laughs> 
because they can't go into your destiny. They can't go into your destiny. And a lot of the, uh, what I've been working with Sister Drake is, is she is so on the road to some greatness. And Dr. K, I know you see it in her too. Oh, wow, yeah. That I'm telling her, you can't take everybody with you that you, especially those who yeah. you know have held you back. Right. Amen. You just can't Amen. take them with you. And God is not going to allow you to go through that door with them. It's like going. It's like it's like going to the airport with something you're not supposed to have. I don't care how much you do, how much you uh, uh, lighten your load. If you got some of that bag, you got to throw it away and not preserve right, it. You got to right. leave it there, and they're gonna throw it away. So, do we throw away people? No, we leave them to God and pray right. that that distance and God not really putting wrath down on them, like you said. Don't touch your anointing. Do your prophet no harm. David understood that. I'm not to be the one who bring down God's anointed. Even though I am the appointed king of the future, I'm not supposed to participate in that uh, bringing wrath on uh, on the next person who God, even though the kingdom was gone from, from Saul, God, David understood that. We need to understand our job is never to punish. Our job is to pray. That's right. And sometimes praying get old. <laughs> And one of the things, Dr. K, one of the things, Dr. K, and I'm going to give y'all the floor again in a second. One thing, Dr. K, you said something. Make the crooked way straight. And it's, That's right. and it's interesting. Now, 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 listen to my take on this. We think they're the crooked one, but they're the instrument that God uses to keep us and make us straight. Yes. That's right. We're the one that's... Yeah, we're the one that's see when God when God brings me that challenge of that person or something like that in my, in my congregation, I realize it's not them. That's the blessing God is using to keep me on path. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on. To straighten me out because normally the people that are the people that affect us like that, that's some of us in them that we can't see in ourselves. Mm, yeah, and it it yeah. offends us for a couple of reasons. Because it exposes us to. It does. It, 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 it's a conditioning. It's, yeah. it's like, when you're going through these things, that's why, I, you know, when I look back over my life, and I've been through so much hell, you know, I've been through a lot. When you look back over your life and you've had people that come in and they misuse you, they abuse you, you know, I have to thank God even for those. You got to thank God for your haters. You know, thank you. Because he's using, you know, them to condition you also. I mean, sometimes he could be using both of you. Both of you could be iron. Yeah. Iron sharp and iron. Yes. You see? So he could say, you know, God is not a respectful person. So the one that's actually annoying the other, God is actually conditioning that one and conditioning you too. Because you should be mature enough to know me. And like you said, um, um, uh, Mr. Dr. Sutton, you said no when to fire. So God is like, okay, I want you to learn when to mature and learn when you're grown up to say, okay, this is enough for me. I'm, I'm going to move forward and release it to God. Yes. But that immature person that's annoying you, he's using them to watch you and using you to show them how they need to grow up. Yeah. yeah. So kind of like he's using both all of us back and forth on each other to, to kind of sharpen. So when you think of knives rubbing against each other, mm. he's sharpening each other. They're, they're sharpening, getting ready to be used as a force against the enemy. I'm going to use 
both of y'all against that devil. But I need both of you to learn from each other what needs to change in your lives so you can be what I need you to be towards your destiny and purpose. Praise God. Yeah. 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 Sister Drake. Mm -hmm. Well, I was uh, reading a few passages and I was just, um, this is really good. I was uh, reading something from uh, Psalm 59 and it was saying, God will go before me and will let me gloat over those who slander me. You know, we try to always, like uh, Dr. K was saying a little bit earlier, we try to fight our, we want to fight our battles ourselves. And I know it might feel real good, <laughs> you know, when someone slaps you, you want to slap them right back. But we know as, <laughs> even though our flesh wants to do that so doggone bad, it might even feel good. But you can't do that. We know that we cannot do that. Yeah. No. We're so mature, right? We're great. Mm-hmm. I, and, and we should be showing, like Dr. Sutton say, I'm sure with his, you know, his members or even with you, Tanika, whom you work with or, or myself, this, you know, we all have people that we, we're, we're actually leading, right? And so right. they're watching us. And in that same way, we just got to show them how to respond, even though they're constantly biting and hitting. You got to think of a little kid, mommy, taking the tantrum, mommy, 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 and still you're like, no, you know, you're, you're training them too, but yet they're watching you. You're the example for for that youth in the world. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know, I think about also uh, the relationship with Israel and Jericho. Now, now think about this. When Israel made it to Jericho after the miracle of the the Jordan being peeled back, God gave them specific instructions. He said, look, I want you to walk around with the ark one time and then be silent for six days. And this is the part where I say the maturity comes in. Walk around in silence six days. Okay. That's what Joshua told them. And then on the seventh day, give a shout. Now we know in church, and I know y'all done did this, and Tika Nigga know I'm, I'm, one them, I'm, one them, I'm one of them traditional, this ain't what you're supposed to be doing, then, then walked around a building seven times, shouting and screaming as if that really moves God because you saw them do it. That was a description for you prescribed for them. Not the same thing you need to do. Don't let me catch nobody walking around no building seven times or no car seven times. Okay, but but this is this is the this is the part that I want to, to bring out that no pastor I'm not gonna say no pastor, but I haven't heard it yet. In the walking around six days, one time a day, with the Ark of the Covenant, which represented God, and they knew it because if you read a story, everybody heard about them being delivered from Egypt. Everybody. Okay, in the land of Canaan, knew that. Everybody in Canaan knew by, by word of mouth that the Israelites were coming and that their God said that this was their land. Well, why did he tell them to walk around six days? Now, this is the point to the argument that we're talking today. He, want, he wanted to show himself because Rahab got saved because she repented, meaning change of mind, metanoia. When she met the spies, she changed her mind, heard about the God and said, this is the God I need to follow. God, no matter how angry, no matter how hedonistic, no matter how nasty, no matter how much you a hater, God is always willing to give you that opportunity 
in his presence to repent and change your ways. All he wanted Jericho to do was in that six day period of time, repent. If they would have let down their drawbridge and repented, just like other kingdoms will do, they could have saved their life. And for the hater, what we want them to do is see our obedience to God and walking around six times and not saying nothing. So we won't have to shout and make their wall come down on the seventh day. Wow. We want them to see our calmness, our kindness, our loving, and our prayer. Because the prayers of the righteous avail much. In our day-to-day dealing with other people, that they may come to the conclusion, you know what? I need to stop this. Because this comes from James 3.16 and let's the, 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 the natural order of men. Lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, pride of life. I'm coveting where they're at, what they're doing, and where God is taking him. Not understanding God has, like you said in the beginning, Dr. K, God got a purpose for you too. Yeah. But you'll never see your purpose looking at me. No. You know, hating on me. No. So, again, yeah. we have to be obedient to God so they can be obedient to God. The Bible says, like people, like yeah. priests. So they can only reflect, like you say, Dr. K, it has to be, if, if they're, you know, unless they're just, and we're talking about church folk. Now, again, we got those who think they saved, made a confession, but no conversion. Those are whole different yeah. people. And, and a lot of times with Sister Drake, that's what she's dealing with. She is so loving. She, wow. She's starting to understand that there's people who say they saved, but there's no fruit. Right. Yeah. There's no fruit right. at all. No. You know, it's just thorns and thistles. So, yep, so that right. discernment, that level of being willing to let go has to be a part that we play. But if we really want to get them out of that, we have to be obedient to God at a level that's supernatural. And Sister Drake, she's blessed. Yes, she is. And Dr. Sutton, I know you know this. She's a blessed. This is why she has so much coming against her. And for anyone listening... If, if you have like a measure of hell just being thrown at you and it seems like you don't understand, think you're not strange. Yeah. You know, since you have all these things coming to you, it's because of that power, that anointing that God have on you. And unfortunately, the one that's coming against you or whomever, they're not mature yet in the mm, word. Right. So they don't know what they're coming against. And, and we got to remember with the story of Balaam, you cannot curse what's blessed. If God is blessed, then you can't curse it. <laughs> you know, what, what, what did, um, what did uh, Haman's um, wife say? He said, huh? She said, husband. You know, this would be fatal for you to keep, you know, you're, to pursuing Mordecai. You might want to chill a little bit. You know, this is what I'm thinking she's thinking. So if you have, if you are a hater, and this is to the haters, you might want to look at and assess yourself and think about, you know, what it is you're doing. Think about what's hurting you internally. Because most times when people are trying to hurt other people, the abused will abuse. The hater, you know, will rotate it on. So it's kind of like assess yourself and see what is it that's causing me to hate this person so much. I could be doing such great things, but like Dr. Sutton said, I'm spending so much time focused on what they're doing, I'm missing my blessing in person. Yeah. Right. Right. 
Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we're trying to give sound advice for the, the, the hater and the person that's being hated on because just like Jesus, we want the hater to turn so they can have a testimony. Yeah. I want the hater to turn and tell people I was a hater until God intervened in my life and people prayed for me and people showed me the way because it's about showing people the way. Uh, we're going to wrap this up, but I want to throw in and I'm going to let everybody speak again. Proverbs 18, 24 says, a man of many companions may come to ruin, but this is the part I like, but there is a friend who sticks closer to you than a brother. And that's what Tanika has. Tanika, you have, Dr. K, you have, Pastor Sutton, you, we have friends that are not our bloodline that will stick closer to us than the people we expect to stick closer to us. And and, and I see Tanika and her greatness and Dr. K and your greatness, we have to develop our relationship with those who are on the same path with us so that we can be strong. We just simply have to develop those relationships. And as Dr. K says, and this may seem like Tanika uh, uh, empowerment hour, but it is. We see such greatness in her that we're just like, don't worry about it. Keep going forward. Don't let nobody stop you. Keep going forward. Yeah. Dr. K, I tell her this. Once she get up to the Oprah Winfrey status, just give me a ticket in row Z. Okay. Just give me a ticket in row Z. Yeah, okay. I, I've been telling her that since I met her. And, and, and Dr. K, I'll show you how, 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 how the spirit moved. We can't figure out really how we met. Oh, very true. We, we, we know it's like Anchor, but what made me go to Anchor? What made me look at her podcast versus the hundreds and thousands of podcasts? And it's just, I don't know if she commented to my podcast first or I commented to her podcast first. But we've been together since then, and it's like I'm blessed for knowing her and all the the, the giants she has slayed. Yeah. I mean, she yeah. has influence. Yeah. I mean, the like, the SoCal podcast yeah. explosion was successful because of her. People came Amen. because of her. Amen. They didn't come yeah. because of me. They came because of her. You know, yeah, the anointing she has in her with all the natural troubles and those people don't know of this woman. It's like when I listen to her in her podcast, it's like a calming effect. No matter what is going on, even when she gets into her feelings, I still feel <laughs> and, and our podcasts are extension of who we are, you know. The Twisted Sister story, let's be honest. You know, I don't have no problem being honest about it. It stemmed for something we both went through at the same time. That All we right. thought we were so positive, but I knew something that good, here come the devil. Mm -hmm. The devil hey, has to come. Hey, That's his job. Yeah. His job is to yeah. steal, kill, and destroy. And it yeah. wasn't destroying me because it this was her leg up her first event one as successful this was greatly successful and here come the devil someone close to her wow someone who should have been financially invested emotionally invested yeah. and physically invested yeah. in the greatness but then yeah. gets mad because I'm not gonna let you just 
think that you're my number one fan and you're not? Yeah. That you were called out in a generic way of the word you? And you took it to heart because you know it was you. <laughs> you know, it could have been anybody else. You was a plural word too. You know, the plural. You It could be whoever you is. Mm-hmm. Or whoever you are. Let me get it correct. Whoever you are. But to take yeah. it to the point where it is now to invent Twisted Sister only what? Propel both our podcasts even further because this week you gave us you gave us things to talk about. Yeah. So, what, so what you thought would destroy yeah, yeah. has actually become a blessing because I got to talk to Dr. K. Yes, yes. You know, oh, it, whereas it was there was no reason for me to talk to Dr. K until now. But look what you did. You <laughs> meant it for evil and God meant it for good. And now we got Dr. K on the line. Wow. Amen. Praise right. Yeah. That's right. Glory so, to him. So I'm going to let you two finish. Dr. K, you go first. Sister Nika, you go second, and I'll wrap it up. Okay. But- I just want to say, you know, um, I want to end it with, I want to end, um, first I want to just thank you both for having me, but I just want to speak out to the haters. Just think about the word hate. Hate is just not a good word. And, and, and when you think about hate and you're hating others, you're just missing so much in yourself, so much greatness. And I just want to go to Psalm 105.15. Touch not my anointed. Do my prophets no harm. These people that are sitting and fasting and working hard and doing whatever, please, please just stand down because you're treading dangerous waters. And since I love you, God is going to continue to elevate you and take you to greatness. Dr. Sutton, God is going to do great things. I'm sure he's already doing magnificent things in your life. And it was just a pleasure. I just want to leave it with, I, I love everyone. And we're going to pray against every evil. We're yeah. going to just claim it right now in the name of Jesus that that evil is, is done and over and is cursed at the root. Amen. Amen. Well, um, thank you, Dr. K. I love you very much, too. And I, of course, love Dr. Sutton. Um, this is what I wanted to um, leave for my portion um, 2 Corinthians 13.5, and I'm going to read from the ESV. Examine yourself to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourself, or do you not realize this about yourself, that Jesus Christ is in you, unless indeed you fail to meet the test. There is something for every hater out there. However, if you do not have a new relationship with sin, as Pastor Washer has said, if you guys know who Paul Washer is, if you have not developed that and understand that you need a Savior, do not go around professing and proclaiming that you you love Jesus Christ because you're not in him. And you are a liar. So make sure that you test yourself if you're in the faith. If you are saying that you are a Christian, then be that. And that requires you to test yourself. Don't look at everybody else and see what they are doing and you're hating on them and this and that. That's fine. But examine yourself to see where you are for real. And be honest with yourself. Get clarity and understand. If you don't got a new relationship with sin saying, I know that I am a sinner and I know that I need a savior and I know I need to repent from my wicked ways, then you have no right to say that you're a Christian and you're not in the body. You're just using lip service. And that is what I want to say. And I'll end it, with, and I'll end it with haters are actually helpers. And then once you become the helped, go back and help the haters because mm. they are needed 
to help you propel you into your destiny. They need to be prayed for. They need to be uh, 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 prayed with. And most of all, we need to continue to show them grace, mercy, and peace. This is Pastor Jay with Walk of Truth Radio Podcast with your Real Talk Weekend. I always want you to be encouraged, be blessed, and be at peace. But always remember to walk in truth. Uh, Sister Nikki, give us your tag. Please be blessed, motivated, and always inspired to do what God has laid on your heart. Amen. Dr. K, Sister Drake, thank you for coming on to the show. And I look forward to having many more shows with you as we can have. Because I love having conversations with godly people. So again, blessings to the both of you. I know the Lord has anointed both of you and continue to grow in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you. everyone thank you for tuning in to god's gift through his word a special shout out to all the podcasters who supported my mom for the first annual 2019 socal podcast explosion oh and by the way get ready for the 2020 socal podcast explosion next year hey my sister tamika drake god bless you it's so good to hear from you and to know that you're doing well I appreciate the shout out and uh, I hope that you're having a blessed day today. I speak blessings over your ministry, over all the work of your hands, everything that God has put in your heart to do. I just believe along with you that it will be made a manifest reality and a lot of people will be blessed in the process. Glory to God. Yes, I've been very busy as I know you have also and I have not even had very much of an opportunity to, to listen to podcasts as I used to do or to make podcasts as regularly as I used to do. But I'm going to hang in there. I'm going to keep going for it. And I want you to do the same, okay? Remember the Word of God says in Hebrews, Be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. God bless you, sister. We'll see you. Hey, Tanika Boots, your girl Angie Ray. Thank you so much for calling in all the times that you call in. I really appreciate it. You are such a great friend, listener, uh, homegirl. Thank you so much, and I appreciate it. And for those of you who are listening, make sure you tune into Tanika Drake. She got something to say, okay? On Anchor FM. Bye, Hey, boo thing, Miss Tanika Drake. This is your girl, Voice of Reason. I am calling to show you love, show you support, and say, hey, girl, hey, miss ya. Just in case you were wondering, um, I hope that this puts a smile on your face and love in your heart. And I am back on the Anchor Station, a.k.a. Anchor FM. Once again, peace, love, and blessings from your girl, Voice of Reason. Bye. Thank you so much, Miss Drake. Thank you, thank you, thank you, man. You have no idea what your support has done for me. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> being able to listen to stations like yours and a lot of others, man. You know what I'm saying? It keeps me motivated. It keeps me inspired. And then when you come by and say beautiful things like that, you know what I'm saying? Man, 
I can't do nothing but keep going. I can't do nothing but keep going. Like I said, there's plenty of times I've been talking about quitting and, you know, what's the point of all this? But, I mean, <laughs> God sent us here. You know what I'm saying? For whatever reason, he sent us to these platforms. Like you said, the platform's growing. So we now are able to get our message out to much more people. Man, that ain't nothing but God, man. I'm telling you, man. Somebody, somebody gonna see. You are listening to God's Gift Through His Word with your hostess, Tanika Drake. If you enjoy the show here, don't forget to go to the Apple Podcast platform and make sure to leave a review and a five-star rating so that other listeners can find her. Reviews are the best way for people to know how great she is. You can also go to the CastBox app and leave a comment on her show. Thank you so much for listening. Here's Tanika. Hello, this is Pastor Jay with Walk of Truth Radio. I need you to turn on and tune in to God's gift through his word with Tanika Drake. Yes, God didn't tell me to listen to her. You know what? It's just common sense. She has an awesome program. She's an awesome woman of God. And guess what? You can really learn from her. Yes, she's the one who bought me the podcast. And I thank God for that. So turn on and tune in to God's gift through his word with Sister Arthur Extraordinaire Tanika Drake. This is Pastor Jay with Walker Truth Radio. I always want to be encouraged to be blessed and be at peace and walk in truth. Peace. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in today. I appreciate you being here. I hope you have thoroughly enjoyed God's gift through his word. Please don't forget to check me out on all the following podcast platforms, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbean, ListenNotes.com, LoftyCast.com, Radio Public, of course, and Spotify. There are tons more podcast platforms. You can definitely check me out on any of those that you feel to do. And please do not forget to get social with me. You can find me on Facebook, IG, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Let me know how you found me. Let me know how we can get connected. And maybe you can also be a guest on the show. So I hope you're going to have an amazing day, an amazing night, an amazing afternoon. Whenever you tune into God's gift through his word from all the different countries and from all the different places where you tune in each and every day. I hope that you find this inspiring. I hope you find it motivating and I hope it helps you just a little bit walk a little stronger in your faith with the Lord. Have an amazing day. Remember to always be blessed, motivated, and inspired to do what God has laid on your heart. Take care and thank you for tuning in.